0: Uh, what's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train podcast. I'm your host once again Jared Hamilton. I really kind of got tired of starting the episodes like normal so I figured I'd just make a funny noise. So that's what the, I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, yeah, welcome to today's episode it means a lot that you are here. Uh, just me today. No, you know, magnificent guests at this second. So uh, fun fact, if you guys do have any guest recommendations or anyone you would like to see on the show, you should totally shoot me an email and um, or message or something of the sort and say, hey, Jared, I'd like you to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on the podcast or I would like you to get, you know, some dude from Game of Thrones or what the fuck ever. Anyway, today we're talking about basically things that usually don't pan out in dieting. Okay, so. Here's the thing, these, let's see, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, five, um, five aspects essentially that usually don't ever pan out, but unfortunately with most diets and most people trying to lose weight, these five are all prevalent, if not prevalent at the exact same fucking time. So uh, let's get into it here in a second, but before I do, I will have one favor to ask if you could please share this episode with somebody you think that could need it. Cause that's the thing is if you're getting value from this, all I ask is that you share this episode with one person, you know, don't necessarily go make a Facebook post about it or an Instagram post or whatever. I mean, if you did, that'd be fucking amazing and I'd appreciate it. But all I ask is if you get value out of this and someone comes to your head right now, you should send them the episode, you know, hit the share button. Because that's the thing is, if you're getting value out of this, there's a lot of other people that could. It's how we can grow this podcast to a greater level and help more people. And I do it for free. Like, I don't charge for this. And this is a lot of valuable information that could change your situation. So all I ask is that you share it. So enough of that. Let's get into this thing. So things that usually don't pan out with dieting. Number one, diets with names. Okay, here's the thing. Um, A lot of people don't like this one, the fact that I say that. Because here's the thing. In my opinion, if you are doing a diet that has its own name, it's a red flag. Here's the thing: like, let's say with your lifestyle and things like that, and with what your happiness and adherence and whatnot. Let's say you need to follow something that looks identical to the ketogenic diet. Cool, do it because you need it with your lifestyle, and its characteristic, and the two characteristics happen to. Um, overlay each other, not the fact that, oh, I need to do the keto diet because everyone else on fucking planet earth is doing it. Or, um, like, for, okay, for me, for example, here's what my diet looks like. Most, uh, let's see, it's 1 PM. I have not eaten yet today. So people be like, Jared, oh, you're fasting. And for me, I'm like, not on purpose. Like I just don't usually eat until two or three o'clock most days because I'm not hungry. And I like to have the majority of my calories later in the day is it because of hashtag intermittent fasting? No, it's because that works for Jared. And that's why I do it. See what I'm see the difference. I'm not hashtag intermittent fasting. I'm doing a, I'm, I'm making my dietary changes based on my lifestyle and my happiness and my, and my adherence. If it mimics a certain style of, of dieting, cool. If not cool, like I have people that message me, they're like, Jared, uh I'm going to do intermittent fasting. Is it better to do a 16:8 ratio or a 20 and 4? Where like it doesn't fucking matter if your calories are equated. It doesn't matter. Because then there's times let's say uh for me if I'm going out that you know in the evening or going to a party or a cookout or anything of that in nature because you know we're coming up on summer and I live in Indiana, which means bonfire central. So a lot of times I will conserve calories throughout the day having either don't eat or have, you know, protein and veggies kind of thing all day. And so people are like, oh, you're going low carb or low fat? Like, no, I don't marry that. But for this current situation, that's what I'm doing for this moment in time based on my lifestyle. See see what I'm saying? It's the difference between doing what you need to do for your life and your happiness and your goals versus Picking a diet with a name because a bunch of other people are doing it and then doing it and trying to force it and marrying it and teaching the religion of keto or paleo or fasting to your children. Do you see the difference? So that's why diets with names usually don't pan out. Here's the thing. A diet and what you're doing for your fat loss goals should be based on sound principles that get you from A to B, that makes you happy and is totally sustainable for your life. Okay, so st- if it, so, don't, it, like I said, if a style of fasting fits that, cool, but do it because of that. Don't do it because, oh, you're an intermittent faster. Fucking no, don't, you know, if following a lower carb, higher fat diet works for your lifestyle because that's just the food you like, cool, do it because of that. Don't do it because hashtag keto life, bro. See, see the difference? So, moving on. Next, elimination diets. Those don't usually pan out. Elimination of, um, I get. I'll get into macros here in a minute, but eliminate elimination of certain foods. You know what happens if, like, I just say, "Hey, you know, hey, uh, Sally, you can't have pop tarts ever again." Sally's probably gonna want pop tarts. Or if you told me, Jared, you can't ever have a donut ever again, I might just like punch you in your throat. Like, this is the thing. Elimination diets are never. Never a good idea. Because here's the thing. No food is inherently good or bad or fat storing or fat burning. Hence why I'm doing my daily donut. If you haven't kept up on it, go over to my uh, YouTube or specifically my Instagram story for more updates on that. Basically, long story short, I'm in my own fat loss phase. And I have a donut or two every single day. And I'm down like a little over 20 pounds. And I eat a donut every single day. I still eat out. And I still go enjoy my life and I'm down like a little over 20 pounds and, and I feel better. So it's not, it's like I'm going super low cal- cal- calorie diets. So shoot, I even ha I even up my calories. Like I was chilling at about 2,500 and this past week, I upped it to 3000 and I lost another pound. Like that's the thing is no food is inherently good or bad or fat storing or fat burning. That's why it's all, <clears throat> I know I push, beat this, the dead horse, so to speak, but it all comes down to calories. Okay because I keep my, my calorie deficit first priority. And then if I literally make a donut or two work in my diet every single day, so I'm not hating my life. This doesn't suck. You know, I have to keep in mind, like I'm budgeting my calories, but I have the food I want. It's not that big of a deal. That's why elimination diets are bad. You know, I made a big video that, that talks about why I hate challenges like 30 day challenges or eight week challenges or whatever, because people go, you know, you see them shared on Facebook and it's like, Oh, For the next 30 days, no pop, no sugar, no going out to eat, no alcohol, no uh, this, no that, no bread, no carbs, no refined sugar, no desserts, no, like, that's fucking stupid. Because you know what's going to happen? That's called more like 30 days of deprivation than on day 31 you gorge on it and almost have a sexual release with the food and then go back to where you were day one if not further behind because of the level of elimination and deprivation you just experienced. See what I'm saying? What you're doing has to be maintain maintainable or sustainable. It has to be not to an extreme. Okay, I'll get to extremes here in a minute. But like that's the thing is elimination of like anything is okay in moderation. I made a podcast episode uh month a few months back on the dose is what makes poison lethal. If you get stung by one bee, it hurts, but it's fine. You're not in any danger. If you get stung by the whole fucking colony, you're probably gonna go to the hospital. Okay? Um, if you have two ibuprofen or Tylenol, your headache goes away. You eat the whole bottle, you fucking die or get massively, massively sick. It's the dose that makes poison lethal. So should I have a daily dozen donuts? Probably not considering one donuts, like 300 calories times 12. Well, yeah, probably not a good idea, but one donut that, that, that fixes the donut craving. That's the thing is, too many people are cutting and going crazy elimination diets, and then and then because it's a weak day, they have a craving, and they're like, no, I'm going to be good, and I'm not going to have that craving, or cave into the craving because I'm strong. Like, it's fucking retarded. You know what you need to do? If you have a craving, here's the thing with cravings. They don't go from a level zero to a level 15. A craving starts at a level one and a level two. You know what you do? Here's what happens: People on a, on a Tuesday get a, a craving level two, and they're like, "No, I'm good. I'm not. I'm going to save it t- for you know for my cheat day," which is a whole other, you know, terrible idea in and of itself. But we'll save that for another time. Um, but that's the thing: is on a Tuesday they have a craving for you know an Oreo. So where are they on a level two, they could have fixed that level two craving with a level two response, like one Oreo. But instead, they wait till Wednesday and they're like, no, "I really want some Oreos." You see, it went from Oreo to Oreos, and then they're like, no, I'm going to be good, and then they wait till you know, Friday, now they're on, like, a, you know, level, craving level eight, and now they're like, oh, man, I'd do anything for Oreos, then Saturday, Sunday comes, and now they, like, have an Oreo boner, and they're just like, oh, my gosh, give me some fucking Oreos, and then they go smash a whole pack of Oreos, versus if during, you know, on a Tuesday, when that Oreo craving was a level two, they had one Oreo that wasn't even 100 calories. Guess what? Craving subsided. And let's say they had another craving on Wednesday. Okay, they go get one Oreo. Think of it. Think of it this way. If I gave you, you know, if, if, if you're eating 2,000 calories a day, what is an 85, you know, an 85 calorie or whatever it is Oreo? Think about that. Imagine if I gave you $2,000. Imagine if I gave you, what I'm trying to think of the currency breakdown. If I gave you 20 bucks. What's an 85 cent, blowing 85 cents on something? If I give you $2,000, what's blowing 85 bucks on something fun? You see what I mean? It's it's that kind of thing. At, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. If That's why elimination diets are the worst thing ever. You should not ever eliminate anything. You may have to cut portions down or, or cut things down. You know, If you go from eating donuts like an asshole and eat the, a daily dozen, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that or smash, you know, a, you probably shouldn't smash a bottle of wine at once but like drop it down to a glass like that's the thing is going from something big to something small makes this a lot more uh doable of a transition right because you don't have to give anything up if i said okay you can't have wine anymore okay you might cry <laughs> you know you might not like that but if i said okay if you normally have a bottle have a glass or two you can still have wine and lose weight you just can't have a bottle anymore because that's a little excessive right or imagine if I say, okay, you can, instead of having a full pizza you know, a couple times a week, have a couple slices a couple times a week. You see what I'm saying is you don't have to give up anything. You're just cutting the dosage down. And honestly, depending on how bad your situation is, like if you have a whole pizza three days a week, have a half pizza three days a week and you'll lose weight. Like that's the thing is quit eliminating certain things out of your diet. Understand the greater picture because it's not... It's not at all the one food that inherently makes you bad. It's the context. It's your portion size. Okay, this is why people also b- bounce from diet to diet and still struggling because they never fix the habit of overeating. They eat like an asshole, so they're overweight, and then they're like, "I'm going to do keto," and then they don't lose weight on keto because all they did was took that habit of overeating to keto food. Now they ate keto food like an asshole, and then they're like, "Well, all right, I'm going to go to paleo because keto was the problem." And then they never fix that pattern of overeating and go do it with paleo food, whereas you can have any food you fucking want. Just dial your portions down. That's why elimination is never the the, the way. Next, the third thing that usually doesn't pan out: uh, good food, bad food. This and the this and the um, the next one go hand in hand. Good food, bad food. Actually, this goes it ties into the elimination as well. Good food, bad food doesn't ever pan out because there is no good food, bad food. Most people who are struggling, ironically, struggling people have these issues over here and successful people have these, don't have these issues over here. So fix, you know, it's like do what the successful people do kind of thing. Most people have a preconceived idea of the good foods and the bad foods, the fat burning foods, the fat storing foods, the healthy foods, the unhealthy foods, the normal day food, the cheat day food. Here's the thing, you need to burn that fucking list. I had one of my online coaching girls, mess. we were having a coaching call the other day. And she, we were talking about the daily donut and she's like, Jared, I could just, I could not imagine doing that. She's like, I, I just, I would be so scared. It would ruin my progress. But, but think of it this way. Like, why? Cause here's the thing. It, it, when it comes to this, if if you, if, if you're still worried that certain foods are going to make you store fat, then you don't understand how this, this game works. You don't understand the physics in the science behind all of this, which is okay. That's what, you know, like I'm here for but that's the thing is there is no good food, bad food. Okay. To give you an idea, I have worked with overweight vegans. Now I'm not being disrespectful to, to that lifestyle, but I'm saying if if food quality was the, was the end all be all, there would not be an overweight vegan on planet earth. Think about it. I've trained overweight people and worked with overweight people who eat solely quote unquote, healthy and organic vegan friendly food. I know people who eat salads like a fucking asshole. I know people who eat chicken like a fucking asshole. I know people who um, have everything they they eat is uh, farm-grown, organic, and bought at a farmer's market, but they eat it in excess. That's why just switching to quote-unquote healthy food, whatever that means, by the way, everyone's definition of healthy is different. Some people that's low-carb, some people that's low-sugar, some people that's low processing. Some people that's, you know, n- you know, not covered in chocolate. Like that's why when it comes to good food, bad food, there is no list because you can eat good, quote unquote, good food, healthy food in a calorie surplus and store fat. Or you can have anything you want, quote unquote, the unhealthy food in moderation, AKA the daily donut and lose weight. Now here's the thing: people take this too far, and they're like, Jared, so you're saying I could have my whole day's worth of calories from Pop Tarts and gummy bears and still lose weight? Uh, first of all, yes, but it that's not sustainable. That's an extreme. That's a all or nothing. Here's the thing: so here's what you do. Ready? I'm about to break this down for you. I want you to have your entire day's worth of calories from better quality, more nutritious whole foods. Okay, whole real foods that are nutritious. Lots of plants, lots of fruits, lots of vegetables. Less processing overall. Um, we all know what these foods are. These are the cliche lean protein, complex carbs, lots of plants, you know, healthy fats, like that stuff. That's the majority of what you should eat. And then if you want anything that like is what, what you know, what you deem is unhealthy, have it in moderation. But here's the thing. Even healthy food, have it in moderation. You ever, you ever notice like, I mean, shoot, you ever go to like, um, order like, or buy something like a superfood salad and it's like 800 calories or a giant, or a vegan bean burrito, and it's like 800 calories, because here's the thing, healthy food has calories too, okay, you can get fat off guacamole, because avocado because avocados taste good, and they're high fat, that's the thing is, with all of this, you always have to consider your portion size, you always have to consider the calories, that's why calories is on the back of every fucking nutrition label, it's why it's the one common denominator. It's how we measure the energy we expend. It's how you measure the energy in food. It's how you measure the energy in candy and in broccoli. Calories are the great equalizer. Calories are just a unit of measure, okay? That's why what you should be eating is your calories have to be in check. Yeah, then the majority of what you eat should be better quality, more nutritious, but the, but just because something is in the bakery section doesn't mean you have to you know not have it and it's a bad food. There's no good food, bad food. Get that out of your head. Uh, next, Uh, I lost my notes, let's see, okay, extremes, I know some of these are kind of running over together, and kind of tying in and overlaying each other, extremes, every extreme is bad, every single extreme is bad, extreme or otherwise known as the all or nothing mentality, because here's the thing, a lot of people will tell me, um, a lot of people will tell me, oh, well, Jared, I'm just an all or nothing person, I'm either on it or off it, all in, all out, no, you're not, that's fucking bullshit, here's what happened, you know, when people talk to me about their, uh, their all or nothing people, I give them scenarios and ask them and I've yet to find one all or nothing person in my life ever. We'll put it this way. I want to let me ask you, have you ever cracked your phone screen? Most people have, they've dropped it in a little spider webby or cracked it, but here's the thing. If you dropped your phone and cracked your phone screen, did you still continue to use it? Or did you say, nope, I'm an all or nothing person and then took a hammer and beat it till it, the lights didn't turn on. That would be an all or nothing, um, outcome. Or the cliche one, if you walk out of your, you know, walk out and see you have a flat tire, all or nothing would be slitting the other three because hashtag all or nothing, I'm a badass. Or let's say uh, another example of all or nothing. We've all been through school and we've all got things other than A's. An all or nothing would be if you got a B on a test, you drop out of school. Uh, all or nothing would be if you had a light burnout in your house, you go you know take out all the light bulbs in your house we are not all or nothing people that would be like if your kid misbehaved instead of disciplining them just fucking killing them like that's that's the thing we are not all or nothing people it's impossible okay if you have a bad day you get back up and have a better day the next day you don't just say your life is over and then like go sell all your possessions and go live under a bridge you don't do that We are not all or nothing people, but when it comes to fitness, people throw many temper tantrums and and act like they're all or nothing when it's not true. Okay, it's it's just not. So that's why people. I know people. They're like, well, if I can't train six days a week, Jared, I don't train at all. Like that's fucking stupid. Train fifteen minutes. If you can't, or people that if they can't check every box, they say fuck the boxes. Like if they have their nutrition box, their training box, their supplement box, their water box their sleep box all these health marker boxes right like little check boxes and if they can't check all of them they say fuck the boxes and they just you know if i can't eat right i'm not going to work out or if i can't work out i'm just going to say fuck my diet no have balance okay that's that's the biggest thing is with with all of this you have to learn balance and there is no all or nothing mentality the sooner you can get that out of your head the better because i call bullshit on any of you listening that are all or nothing people okay then the last one, uh, this kind of goes, goes back into extremes, good food, bad food, and elimination, and some diets with names. Getting rid of entire macros, that does not pan out, ever. Do you realize you need all three macros, protein, fats, and carbs? All three. God designed our bodies to be very high-functioning organisms that run off all three. Cause some people you'll see here keto people that never read a science fucking textbook and they, or a physiology textbook or a biology textbook. And they're like, Oh, we're not meant to have carbs. Then I'm, I would love to know what all the glycogen stores in my body are for or how, you know, carbohydrates are the backbone to your DNA and RNA, you know, or, or all the other functions. The fact that the brain runs off of glucose primarily, like that's the thing is our bodies are meant to have carbs. Okay, a lot of hormones are run off of fats. We have fat-soluble vitamins, that, uh, vitamins that our body needs that they cannot be absorbed um, through water. They have to be absorbed through fat. So we have fat-soluble vitamins. Most are hormones. A lot of the hormones run off of, of fat. Okay, then we all know pro That's the one thing. No one ever demonizes protein. People, you know, vegans demonize meat, but um, protein as a whole, everyone... Uh, kinda understands and accepts that we really need protein. Okay. So that's the thing. All oh, without getting crazy sciencey bio you know, biology textbook on you, we need all macros, protein, fats, and carbs. So especially any elimination diet that says no carbs, no fats, no whatever is fucking bullshit. Okay. That that that's why I wanted to come at you with this episode today is the things with dieting that um that usually don't pan out. So kind of to recap without you know running over um, diets with names big no-no elimination diets they eliminate certain food bad good food bad food the, that preconceived list that there's oh here's food you can have and here's food you can't have like i had someone message I asked, uh, people will message me and be like hey jared on whole 30 they say you can have these but not these or this diet they say you can have this but this or you can have this combination not this combination if a diet ever says you cannot have x y or z Point your middle finger at it and go do something different. Um, extremes, going to any extreme at all is horrendous. And then getting rid of entire macros, that's another big no-no. So that's it. That, are, that is your list of factors of dieting that does not normally pan out. So once again, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I really enjoyed sitting down with you. Like I said earlier, if you could um, send this to somebody that you think would benefit from it, um, that would mean, know, mean a lot. Or also if you, whatever platform you're listening to this on, if you took like two minutes and went and gave me a star review and, uh, or a star ranking and rated the podcast, it would mean a shit ton to me. And then if you actually wanted screenshot that and send it to me, and I would love to actually thank you personally. So thank you so much for listening in. I love you. I will talk to you soon.